When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey Geekscapists, welcome to a brand new Geekscape podcast. I'm your host, Jonathan London. And if this is your first Geekscape podcast, we like to talk pop culture here. Movies, video games, comic books, all that kind of stuff that you'd find at like Comic-Con. Uh, we're kind of celebrating buying back our childhood at the same time. And that's what we do. We've been doing it for 13 years. And a lot of you guys are returning. So thank you for coming back to Geekscape. And I hope you share this episode with your friend because it's a... Uh, very, I said friend singular, like, oh, you guys only have one friend. No, I'm sure you have many friends. But I want you guys to share this episode because it is our Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker special. Um, because of that, there's going to be lots of spoilers. So if you have not seen the most recent Star Wars movie, The Rise of, Star Wars, uh, of Skywalker, I'm going to need you guys to turn this off. You do not want this spoiled for you. Um, there are a lot of mixed feelings on the internet, of course, about the movie, and there may be mixed feelings here in this room as I'm joined with, uh, joined by Ian Kerner to do this episode. So, know what's coming down the pipe for you guys. It is the Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker Geekscape special. We are going to go full spoilers. We may even have some references to The Mandalorian and spoil a little couple notes in there for you guys. I know some foreign... Uh, some foreign markets have not received Disney Plus yet and been able to see that. So, uh, pick pick through it. I'll warn you if there's a Mandalorian spoiler c- coming up. Um, but this is it. This is the culmination of the Skywalker saga in the Star Wars universe. Started uh, before I was born, and the person sitting across from me, Ian Kerner, I think was a handful of years old when that first one graced the screen. Mm, a little more than a handful. <laughs> a hand and another digit or two. Yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, but obviously we grew up loving Star Wars, the ups and downs of the franchise. and I was just old enough for it, for, the, for it to define my childhood. New Hope? Yeah. Which wasn't called New Hope at the time. Wasn't, no, no, it was New it Hope was when I saw just it. just called Star Wars. Yep. All right, so here we go. We got J.J. closing out the, let's call it the sequel trilogy. I think a lot of people are calling this the sequel trilogy. There's yeah, a prequel yeah. trilogy, there's the holy trilogy, and then there's the sequel trilogy. Let's call this the sequel trilogy. This is J.J. Uh, closing out the, uh, the trilogy that he started. Mm-hmm. Ryan Johnson did that middle chapter. And here we've got The Rise of Skywalker. Um, again, if you guys, uh, you know, I just, this one comes out of the gate. And pacing is something that so, was so interesting let, let, let me from say, the start. Let me say one thing that, that we 
traditionally done that we did this time mm -hmm. is we've give, given each other no indication of our thoughts on the okay. movie. Well, do you want to just come out with the thoughts? Well, well, well I'll say this. I think that... And You've I, seen I, it twice. I've seen it twice. Yeah, I've seen um, it once. I had tickets for Thursday night, you know, premiere night, and um, I ended up getting invited to a screening a couple of days before. So, so I went, you know, and, and I, I love the idea of having seen it twice before we do this anyway. Um, Don't condescend me. One thing I can say that... Um, I think that with, with all the mixed feelings about it and everything else, even no matter how you feel about The Last Jedi, I think when you look at these three movies together, you're going to be able to definitively say you just wish J.J. did all three. Because I think the biggest problem that, that the movies as a whole have, the, the three together, is that you know the narrative being disjointed and not clearly thought out and all of that. Yeah. And you needed, you needed that creative presence to, from signed up from the beginning to do all three. And it was always my fear. Yeah, so... And, and, and it suffers for that. Well, is that... I don't care how much you love yeah. it if you do, and I'm right. not saying you do, but if um, anyone out there that loves it, you can't argue that it doesn't suffer for, for not having that cohesive I appreciate vision. those first two films for the ups and downs. I appreciate both those, those yeah. first two films. But, but is, it a, is it a... Ultimately, is the problem that there wasn't an overall plan for all three movies? Was there an overall plan for all three movies? I mean, look, Did J.J. have an overall look, he, he, plan for all three movies? Here's the, th here's the thing. You, you could very easily argue that, you know, when you look at the original trilogy, there wasn't a plan for the three movies. Yeah, but I believe that Lucas and Gary Kurtz had their trajectory and that they started some, going for it. Right. Some, some Where was the trajectory either. here? Right. Right. Where, I mean, the prequels definitely had their, their three-movie trajectory. If anything, those prequels are the ones that feel like the most... Like cohesive story no, no, of all. No, the, the prequels absolutely are. They knew exactly what they were doing. Right. That the absolutely, and it, it's actually funny. Someone else I know had actually commented that. Surprisingly, you'll go back and thinking about how they hold up. Like, um, as bad. You know, people were so disappointed in Phantom Menace that it just became rote to make fun of the next two. And I don't think the next two. I mean, I don't, they're not nearly as bad. And I mean, right. I think I think Attack of the Clones suffers a lot for, you know, a lot of stuff that goes on with uh, Anakin and Amidala like that. It just kind of drags there. Yeah. But Revenge of the Sith is much better. Yeah, I... You know? Um, but regardless, we, we don't want to make it so much about them per se, but I just think that in their entirety, those, for exactly the reason you just said, hold up better as, as a trilogy, complete, you know, the story... Good or bad, they had cohesion. Exactly. And exactly. here, there's some real... There's course correction throughout three movies. Yeah, yeah. Um, ultimately, I think my review of this movie is, is it's mixed. The emotional beats it hits for me are great. There's things I love about it. Usually when I see a movie a second time, no matter how much I'm bothered by things, I forgive the things I'm bothered by in the second viewing. I just try to enjoy it. And the things that bothered me the first viewing bother me even more in the second. <laughs> you know, so, so that's something I'm str I'm actually struggling with now because I'm like I'm like I'm so up in arms about it. And I'll tell you um, what it comes down to, and I, a lot of people are saying this, and I definitely agree. Is while JJ did not publicly say much negative about the Last Jedi, looking at this movie, he hated it. He went out of his way to pretty much make it so that it doesn't exist. And basically what you have is this movie spends so much time, whether it's directly negating Last Jedi or taking up 
and I'll, I'll elaborate on this, are taking uh, up arms and efforts to do the things he wishes would have been done in Last Jedi. For instance, the relationships among Rey and Finn and Poe and developing all that. You know, the, the promise of Force Awakens yeah. that, yeah, the promise of Force Awakens that was not realized in Last Jedi, he spends a lot of this movie doing, and some of my favorite things in this movie. Uh, yes, but it's also some of the things where you feel like they're truncated or well, and pacing. That's exactly right, and that's where I was going to go with it. So he spends all this time, because he has to, and then the rest of the movie is rushed, and like the whole thing, it's like, there's, in 141 minutes, there isn't enough time to tell, the, the, to tell this whole story. Yes, and I feel like... And, and I've heard a half hour has been cut out, and, oh. I, and I suspect that a lot of my problems were probably solved in that half hour. But as it is, the movie feels long. The movie, um, and the movie never stops moving. Yeah, so I enjoyed the movie. Just overall, I enjoyed it. But the, but film, the, the but filmmaking's the, great. But the first third of the movie is at such a crazy pace that I don't even... The first third of the movie is just like hitting me in the face multiple... Like, it, like crazy. Which is why I was excited to go see it again. Because I wanted to like, you know, really take those things apart again. And Oh no, it's a Twitter feed. It's just like a non-stop... Yeah. Barrage yeah. of information and, and scenes that I, that you're not entirely checked into yet, and it, there's some info dump going on there. There's some pretty cool sequences. There's some action, right. but it's hitting you at such a few, uh, like a flurry that you're still like, hey, whoa, whoa, wait, the emperor's back, right? <laughs> Which well, and that's just it. Normally, a second, excuse me, a second viewing makes me like, appreciate what did I miss? It's like it's not that I missed anything. It's just that, but there weren't even hints of this stuff in the no, first two well, movies, right? Because they, they weren't even contemplated. And by the way, that, that's part of the problem. The scroll, the scroll just tells you yeah. he's back. And not only is he and back... he Skyped the entire universe. That's right. He, Which just, is he, like, why? he sent out a whisper why? across the galaxy. Why did he... Why? Why? He sent out a whisper just, across it, the galaxy? So here's the bottom line. At least talk to Ryan and see if he can throw that at the end of the last movie. Yeah. The bottom line is that, well, when the last movie came out, they didn't know they were doing this. I know. You know? Um... They just, they throw it in, it doesn't make sense, and unfortunately, and, and he's such a great villain, and I actually love the idea of Palpatine coming back. I love the idea of Palpatine being behind all of it, but I just don't buy it. No. It just, you know, it just feels forced in there, well, you know? Um, puns aside, Ian, um, he th by the end of the movie, he has threatened the entire galaxy with a fleet of Sith Star Destroyers. That where the fuck did they come from? And that he could have launched in the first two minutes of the movie, but sits on for the entirety of the movie until... Just so uh, he could say, I can launch so anytime I want. I can say, I can launch anytime because, I want, but because he why? it. And I'm like, guys, don't even worry about the radio towers. This guy's been sitting on these things for a week. Well, well, well apparently... He wanted to give them to Kylo to no, launch? No, 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 no. We're supposed to think that his real plan is getting so the big reveal so we, I mean should we, should we break this down let, 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 let's we, we should need it's to say the first right scene. no wait wait no but the big reveal is let, let, let's start really it, it, that is the first scene but then it becomes about the hey remember how in the first movie we were all wondering you know who Ray's parents were and then Ryan Johnson said they were nobody well guess what I'm going to tell you right away at the beginning of this movie no there's somebody yeah. but then I'm going to make you wait till the middle of the movie to tell you who so that already like, the second movie should have ended with, okay, this is who, if that's who it's going to be, yes. So she is Palpatine's granddaughter. Now, right away, I'm going like, wait, what? So, and, and, and they, The fan theory that they denied. The fan, oh, oh, the fan theory from Force Awakens that mm -hmm. they denied. 
I did ha- hear that at one point. It Force Awakens. They were mm-hmm. like, what if she's a Palpatine? Because mm-hmm. the internet can't help themselves. And it was like, no, she's not a Palpatine. Yeah, but they were also not dead at the beginning, first season of Lost either. Right. Um, so the idea that a parent to nobody, they chose to be nobody, fine. You know, my initial reaction was like, well, you know, they tried to do this whole duality thing of, oh, the same way Anakin had his family and all that. At first I was like, well, yeah, but it's not the same thing. But then I thought about it, I said, you know, one of the things they haven't really explored enough of, but the idea that Palpatine did have, I mean, but the way I'm looking at this is he had a family that was a beard, right? Because he had to seem like this nice, good-natured. I mean, go back and look at um, Phantom Menace. Uh-uh. But anyway... <laughs> In Phantom Menace, he's like this, you know, everyone loves this great, respected senator. Of course he would have had a family. It makes yeah. sense that he would have had a family, yeah. right? Yeah. So, so that's fine, you know? And fine once they realize who he is or what he is and ran off. Okay, I could buy that. You know, he comes to power or they start seeing how evil he is because they probably wouldn't know. Okay. You know, um, the timing starts getting a little bit funny at the time when he was looking for her. I mean, I'm not sure exactly who she is. I think this would have been post-Return of the Jedi. Because that's where things start getting tricky. For me, there are a lot of ways that could have worked better. Now, I, I had a discussion with, a, you know, with our, our friend FJ, who you know is very much a Star Wars expert. We were discussing it, talking about... Expert? I mean... He's a fan. He's a fanboy. Major. <laughs> but, you know, but, is, is that the requirement for being an expert suddenly? Because the internet is, is suddenly full of experts. Listen, you know, the, the, <laughs> the, 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 let's put it like this. He's a Transformers the, expert. Yes, he's definitely that. And there are, there are levels of, of <laughs> obsessiveness with regard to the fr- different franchises, right? But the point is that um, he's very much in the know with a lot of people. And, um, that maybe he's that an are, What's that? Then maybe he is an expert. Anyway. We don't need to debate his credentials. The point is that I haven't read all of the books that are out there that are tied in. I have read all the comics, but I haven't read yeah. all the books. But there is a lot of stuff that's been developed, you know, that has to do with, you know, the, the, the emperor's, you know, lost plans and all that stuff and, you know, contingencies and all that kind of thing. So, you know, I mean, obviously, Dark Empire, which was the Dark Horse comic that used to be canon. It was awesome. You know, and then wasn't, you know... Honestly, ultimately, I think, and this is one of the things that's still not really clear from this movie, but I think he's in a clone body. So I think it's sort of a nod to Dark Empire without them coming right out and saying it. It's one of the things that really frustrated me was, like, wait a second. The only remote explanation we get is they shoehorn Dominic Monaghan into this movie, you know, as a resistance fighter schmuck who knows nothing about anything, who just casually goes, oh, yeah, because, you know, the Sith had, you know, this dark clone technology. It's like, first of all, <laughs> this is a universe in which cloning technology freely exists. Yeah. It's actually them. not even mystical. Right. No. It's straight up there. <laughs> There's a movie called Attack of the Clones. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's, it's there. <laughs> so it didn't have to be some magical thing. <laughs> right? <laughs> But imbuing your clone with the Force might have added a little extra. That could have been hard. Well, by the way, I mean, it's not a leap when you have Force ghosts to be able to have a, a, a clone body and to have your spirit actually jump into it. Okay, yeah, okay. It's not a leap. Right. It's barely any leap at all. Well, you said jump. That would be punny. So, yes, yeah, so Palpatine is back, although he can't 
launch his ships for some reason. Wait, wait, wait. And he's he, back. And he, and he's he back. And he can't get off that uh, arm. Apparently, he's not fully back because I don't know. I don't know if he's a clone or not. But if he is, his hands didn't grow back completely, and I guess he's blind, but he's not blind. <laughs> like, he looks blind, and yet he seems the, like he can see fine. I think that's the one that went down the chute, man. You know? But, I think that's the one who went down the chute. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. A, he's missing a digit. <laughs> right. It's kind of it's kind of like in Twins, where, like, he's the Danny DeVito clone, right? <laughs> he's the one yeah, He's the leftover so crap. There's, like, a fully ripped Palpatine yeah. clone who's, like, 25. And, like, let's get Army Hammer to play him. I mean... <laughs> they had to fight him at the end of the movie. Seriously, <laughs> and and yet he's powerful enough to wave his hands, and a thousand ships come out of the ground <laughs> because he's, de- he's definitely powerful enough. But by the way, and again, I can't with the ships. Okay, I mean, the sh- are they fully like? There's people the f- working on who them. Who the fuck is flying them? That there's people working on them. I mean, at least you see that capital ship, and it's got people working right? on it. Right. And I, I figured there has to be catering. There has to be all sorts of. Were all these people, people in them. the ships underground? I don't know. <laughs> they're made. Of, maybe they're clones. I, I, I don't understand. There's a throwaway line about the first order. You know, upping the level of you know kidnapping kids. Oh yeah. Are they the but, kidnapped kids? But well, yeah, and suppose so kids. Supposedly that 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 like the more that was cut out, but it still doesn't fall for me at all. But how the hell anyone would, was going to be manning these but thousand they ships? Ha- and they all have Death Star cannons on them now. They all are powerful enough to you know destroy a planet. But right. by the way, that shouldn't be that. Here's the, here's the tricky thing, and we go and look at Rogue One on this. But here's the bottom line: you know, between that and Star Killer, like once the technology exists, the technology exists. If they have it, mm-hmm. there's no reason why why couldn't honestly. Once they made the Death Star, why couldn't they make, you know, another cannon like that? Now, the Death Star, if you think about it, it looked like it needed its size to generate all that energy, right? Because it it looped around and all that. So maybe that's the argument, you know, and I'd be fine if I saw, like, you know, the entire Star Destroyer loops around, you know, to power up the energy to fire the blast that, you know, that destroys a planet. But they didn't go that way. But, okay, maybe it was that. But I'm going to go like, I, I just, I don't get it. So maybe there'll be a ton of tie-in stuff that's going to come and explain all this and, and make me feel better. But right now, I'm like, it ain't on the freaking screen. I mean, just to put it in perspective, supposedly Greg Grunberg's character has Force powers from the from the books that he was in. Oh, is that right? Well, the lead-up to Force Awakens is like Greg Grunberg's character. Snap. Snap, and he's got like powers now, and he's D- Force. Didn't do him any good. No, it did not. Snap got snapped. But you know what? Here's the things that I enjoyed. And, and again, I'm just kind of like weathering this thing for the first third and then a character I did not know was in the movie shows up and it wins me over and I'm like in it Babu that's right Babu Jinx or whatever his name Frick. is yeah. <laughs> what a great character <laughs> here's the thing he's is... like fixing because I, you're not going to buy the, the, the they killed Chewie thing no. You're not going to buy that. Not at all. And I don't understand how like Luke and the Sith Lord went to look for this dagger, and it was underground, and they fumble upon it, but they couldn't find the dagger themselves? Well, no, 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 no. Back up. So, one of the things I love and hate about this movie <laughs> is the whole scavenger hunt thing. There's a lot okay? of scavenger hunt yeah. going on. There's a lot of get the doodad. You, you know, listen, I love Raiders of the Lost Ark. Okay? But there was only one arc. But, but what I'm saying to you is this. You know... Give me a good scavenger hunt movie, great. 
the scavenger hunt in this movie makes no sense. It just doesn't make sense for me. So FJ actually gave me some perspective on this. So they have the two, you know... Triangles. Yeah, the triangles, the, the wayfinders, the they call them. The wayfinders, yeah. You know, which are the, it's like, you know, in the extended universe of the holocron, mm -hmm. the Jedi holocron, Sith holocron, it gives you information, whatever. So they have two of them. So, so what's interesting about this that we didn't see on screen, but there's two because one was Vader's and one was Palpatine's. Mm -hmm. Because they tell you how to get to Exegol, which was this big Sith fortress. So I didn't quite get it watching the movie, but the idea there is that, well, Exegol is a special place for Sith, and that's fine. So it makes sense that the two Sith would have the way to get there because, and again, they say it in the movie, but you have to really think about this. The uncharted territories, it's so, it, it's so, the route is so hazardous, like you can't get no, through, shift, get blah, blah, that, that you need, you need the map. Yeah. You know, so, so okay, that's fine. Um, so, for whatever reason, based on whatever books, because Ray had the books that Luke had, so he was looking for it, um, and he had Lando helping him. Um, I will say that, um, for the most part, what this trilogy has done well is they use the old characters in decent ways when they when they advance the the story. Um, not so much. With Luke in this one, I thought. I thought that felt a little shoehorned. Mm -hmm. You know, but Leia, look, I went into this movie. The tragedy of this movie was always going to be that they didn't have Carrie Fisher. You know? Um, but I think they, I thought they, they did well th with There's it. mixed opinions on that. I, I think that they did a decent job yeah. building around it. Not everyone agrees. I mean, can you tell? Yes, you can tell. But I'm still okay with it. Emotionally, mm -hmm. it works. I thought they came up with it. You know, it was, In this it, trilogy, it well it's okay done. for it not to be about the original. Like in this, fact, this trilogy is for about. me. This movie, as I said earlier, it the opened up with you know that scene of the Millennium Falcon. I love that scene. And will this piss you off if I tell you that the, out of the sequel trilogy, this is my favorite? Out no, of, it doesn't those, piss me off I at mean, all. Out of, I like, get why Force Awakens, like Last Jedi, and this. this Jonathan, this is my favorite it, one of the it, three. It, emotionally, this movie's great. Well, that's because JJ knows to play those beats. I mean, yeah, when she busts out that 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 metal. For Chewie at the end, I, I was like, "Okay, now you're just checking both, boxes on a list." Both times, it's so silly, but we don't, we no, love it. Both times, my stepson comped to me because he knows. It. Both times, I had this big reaction. He goes, "You love that because he see he saw Star Wars with me, but he did didn't didn't resonate yeah. for him." I'm like, and I try to explain. To him, I'm like, Chewie didn't get a medal in A yeah. New Hope. Chewie gets his medal. That's I'm sorry. Yes, it's fan service and it's it works on me. Fan service. It totally it's works on me. JJ doing something for JJ and in doing so doing something for us and it totally yeah. works. So I Chewie got his fucking medal so finally. I did and he deserves it. So I joke about the Babu character and he's awesome and I do like the the sentiment of having C3PO rebooted and then he has to get reintroduced and he's back to classic. I thought bumbling C3PO was owning um, half the movie. I loved it. C3PO um, was great. He gave that comic relief. It was really good. The truth is, what I really mean is yeah. that I'm into the movie kind of halfway until Harrison Ford shows up. And I know you might have a problem with this, but I thought that that was such a surprise for me when he's like, hey, kid, or whatever, and you hear his voice before you see him, that I was like, wait, for real? And then you see that they bring, like, it may just be his, like, Kylo's mental <laughs> spasms, and uh, Kylo's a pretty bent character, that he's seeing things, he's clearly not a Force character, and then... Well, that's the problem, but, is... But, but it, it's in his head. Right. It's, it's in his head. It's and perfect, I 
But he that wasn't a force user, so he can't, it can't be him. It's he not didn't become him. one of the force. It's his memory, and he, had, right. and he and they say it in the scene. And I thought it was a good scene. He says, mm-hmm. "This is how you remember me," and he says, "But I see you as Ben." And he knows that his father is still in there in his memory, wishing that he was something else, and that he himself it, knows that he should be something else. It's literally just him looking within himself, and he's looking for the strength. And I mean, I, I take that scene as not a literal scene. No, you know, it's and not it's a fine, I'm, and, I'm, and I'm good with it. It's his memory of his father. He's looking to his father for the strength to do what he needs to do, to be who he needs to and be. JJ, which really, just, by the way, and it's his mother giving him that strength. And JJ and Chris Terrio had that really nice moment where he says, "I know," and you're like, "This is awesome." Now you yeah. can go be Ben Solo. But, but but by the way, but you have to recognize during that whole scene, it's Leia doing it. Yeah. You know, and I'm good with that. I, in all honesty, that is where that movie turned on me, and. And now I'm like, okay, this is going to be fan service for the next hour plus. Like, the rest of this movie is just going to be fan service as we just tie everything okay. up. And good. Mm-hmm. It's episode nine. Yeah. It's the end of the Skywalkers. Let's just have fan service. The it rest was of the fan time. service. I'm fine with that. The last half of this movie from the Harrison Ford scene is fan service. Sure. And I'm totally fucking on board for okay. it. Okay. It, was it, like, brilliant? I think visually, director-wise... Some of it was incredible. Yeah. Like, what is spectacular. Listen, the action scenes are amazing. It looks great. The effects are fantastic. I mean, seriously, the saber fights. I mean, it looks great. Is it super smart? I don't know. I mean, they took the, the gag from Willow and they traded the, the lightsaber. Yeah. It's the it's the pig gag from Willow yeah, yeah, when, yeah. when she passes the lightsaber and you learn earlier that they can take physical objects and uh-huh, pass yeah. them through the force. I love that shot. Su- that shot. Super cool. I love that shot. You know, I like that the Knights of Ren finally became a thing again. I still don't quite get them. I don't get them, but they're gone, and it's fine. Well, there's a comic that started this week. That's Did it help? Oh, have you, you well, read it? Yeah, I read it. It's um, it's basically Kylo Ren's story, so it goes sure. back. So we're getting the early Knights of Ren stuff. I but. like the Kylo Ren story. I like the Kylo, Ray, Kylo and Rey story. I thought the kiss was completely inappropriate. I thought that was just weird because there was nothing really romantic between them. No, that, that that's just it. So but it was. A, but thing. if it was just a love. No, thing? It, 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 it it goes back to to what I was saying before. You know, JJ did himself a disservice by not doing the second one. He clearly he set this thing up. He knew what he wanted to do. Right. So the kiss felt forced because there was no grounds well, for that other than I would have taken your hand. I think I wanted that, to take your hand. I, okay. No, I I, th- I think that honestly that kiss was one of the places that J.J. doesn't negate Last Jedi. Because they have that fight because, in the... Because, because in there's the, a dynamic. Because, in, he's put, because she's, she's tempted to join room. him. All of it, yeah. But is that a romantic kiss? The kiss is romantic, yes. Right. And, that's, and, and I never thought that relationship was romantic. It's not clear. All the jokes after Last Jedi was that, you know, he, he's psycho and she's not interested, but you can't, you're not sure what she's feeling or isn't feeling. You know, and they, ha- and they have this, this connection. They're this dyad, whatever, you know. But that being said, when he disappears and you realize the sacrifice he made. It's great. Completely redeems I him. went into like, this it's, movie it's awesome. and I was wondering what the Rod Scott would be. And I, I've said this to you, I said this to everyone. I was like, he killed Han Solo. I, I can't buy him redeemed. And, and Jada did it. I yeah. completely bought yeah. it. And part of why I bought it is actually because... Because he has a moonwalk move early no, in the no, movie. Because, because, because he actually has to die. Yes, he has to die. You know? And, and I like that. I like... Twice. And I would have... I, 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 I like that he died and, and exactly what he said to his father. Oh, Ben, ben Solo's dead. No, Kylo Ren is dead. Yes. Kylo Ren died and Ben Solo came back. 
And I would have been okay with him appearing with his uncle and his mom at the end of the and, movie, and, too. And I find it odd that he doesn't. Right. Because he did, he, honestly, especially for her, it's, it's odd that he's he not in He gives life for scene. her. Yeah. Yeah. She's dead. Uh, yeah. Like, and, Ray and, is and, dead, and, 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 and he gives her and life for her. And seemingly, ultimately, her connection with him was bigger than, than her connection with the other two. I mean, connection with Luke is really not really much of a connection. <laughs> you know? We're, we're, we're assuming one with Leia because it's now, like, literally, by the way, one of the complaints... My wife said, like, well, you know, that she didn't buy, that all of them are all so close now. And I said, well, here's the thing. With the exception of The Last Jedi, the movies always jump ahead. Yeah, the time's passed. And when you look at A New Hope, like, they all just met. Then you jump to Empire. Now they've been doing this for a couple of years together, and they're really close. And we all buy that, and we all want to believe in that. And for me, I'm older than you. For me, what it was, because I, I was old enough, I was, I was literally waiting for it. And that was the thing. This movie was so big. I think we're used to this now. But the idea of all of us, we had our toys and everything else when we played. We all had our own fan fiction, what was mm-hmm. happening in between. So it actually really worked. It made sense that there was all kinds of stuff in between. You didn't see it. But guess what? They're all that close. Oh, the Archie you know? Goodwin. And that's fine. The Archie Goodwin, you know? the Archie Goodwin stories between New Hope and Empire are like my canon. Yeah. Those Archie Goodwin stories, those nice friend stories, yeah, are yeah. fucking, they're incredible. Yeah, there's a lot. And, you know, and obviously there was the recent run, which was mixed. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, honestly, I will say, well, I don't want to go too much on a, a tangent about the recent comic run, but for me, my biggest issue with them was a lot happened, but I actually didn't see the relationships overly develop. I mean, they push a bunch that there's, Maybe something happening with Leia and Han, you know? And okay, fine. But you know, but 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 anyway, my point is that yes, there's adventures in between, and these characters only got closer. And for me, and that's one of the big problems with Last Jedi. Last Jedi, it just jumps immediately after that movie. No time goes by during the movie, and no time has gone by since the movie. Right. It's one of the ways it makes it, if you think about it, sort of a weirdly insubstantial movie in a sense, right? But this, I think that the characters in, in relationship have had not a moment to, to breathe. Some of the con- contradictions, one of the biggest contradictions for me was when Poe is bemoaning, you know, he's having his lack of faith in his girlfriend, the mm-hmm. Rocketeer, hmm. is like talking to him on the rooftop. And she said, you know. So, so, so Zuri Bliss, let's Zuri talk Bliss, about her. Uh, Zuri Bliss. Well, well, all I'm going to say is he tells her, we were on this that ice planet and we made a call out to, and nobody came. I thought right. the, I, we were on crate and we put a call out and nobody came to help us. I thought the end of the last movie was that people were coming to help them. No, people, nobody came. To no, help no, them. no. Nobody showed up. Nobody to help showed them. up to help them on crate. But, sure. but yes, I agree but they, with you. But, but everybody, the, but the, the, whole the idea is that everyone's ending. talking about it and everyone knows, and and so so that went so, nowhere. So well, that no, actually, if you think about it. It did go somewhere because they but came. But not until the end of this movie. Because now, yeah, because then they came, right? Only because Lando. Listen, if Lando tells you to come, you come. But but the, p- the point is that again, it that's a place like the, where, like you know, you know, the legend went out there and people showed up to fight. But from from Poe's perspective, no one came. So I was good with that, and I, I like I liked Lando giving Poe the pep talk. Yes, I thought that was great. Yeah, some of the Poe stuff in this was really good. I. I Again, one of the places where I felt that, you know, um, The Last Jedi kind of shits all over Poe. Yeah. And I thought J.J. totally turned that around. Yeah. Um, first of all, right right from the beginning of the movie, Poe's piloting the Millennium Falcon. Well. And it makes sense because he's the you know, pilot. Yeah, he, he's the man. You know, Poe 
and Finn together with Chewie, you know, running around. I mean, and that slug it, thing. Yeah, it's the slug thing. Don't negate the slug thing. No, He's fixing for, the for me, that was so much fun. Yeah. yeah. You know, and they get there, you know, and, and then the, the banter when they get back between Poe and Ray. You, I mean, it's great. You. And that, to me, that felt like, like Empire. You light jumped over the light jumps. Light skip. The light skips. The light skips, the, what people are calling the star tours. <laughs> Um, why would you light skip at planets? Why wouldn't you just light skip in the middle of nowhere? No. <laughs> Maybe think, you need no, 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 How does light no, no, skip no, no, work? No, 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 no. Tell me how the light skip works. Thinking about it. You jump to light speed. Remember what Han Solo says in the first movie. You have to plot the course or you might end up in the middle of an asteroid right, or something. Right, right. And they're not... That's he what didn't plot doing. anything. Right, but every time they're jumping, they're jumping near where the majority of stuff isn't in space, which are planets. You, I definitely agree with you. I, I, I definitely agree with you that the the idea that you know the the odds of every time you end up in the middle of a planet that things are going on on is very very unlikely. I agree with you. Right. So well, maybe they're using the gravity wells of the planets as anchor points for the light skips, whatever it is. I thought that it's like, well, guys, you don't really need the light skips. You just need to bust some ass back, and it might actually ask tension. Obviously, you don't want to show the bust an ass back because we had the last Jedi for that. You just want to have them get back, but kind of a stressful chase, right. and we're done. I, I, I just thought that the idea of that, because the bottom line is, and, and once again, here's in a meta way how that completely flies in the face and says, fuck you, The Last Jedi. Just that alone. Okay? The Last Jedi says, this is the guy that from the seat of his pants does it, and in every other action movie, much less every other Star Wars movie, that guy that goes against authority and he, he's right and he wins and by his courageous action it all works out. And The Last Jedi says, no, that guy's an immature idiot. He's the victim of too much, you know, testosterone and let the wise women, you know, tell you what to do and teach you how to be. And at the end of The Last Jedi, he's learned his lesson. Sure. And then you get to this movie and no, he hasn't. Here's how he does it and it works. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Um, right? But what's the, is that or is that not what happened? Yeah, but shouldn't there be a little bit of both? Of course there should be a little bit of both. I'm just <laughs> saying, telling you, that's what this movie was. That's what happened, right? Violent, yes. JJ goes, yeah, no, that's not fun. What's fun is he does it and it works out. He's swashbuckling. Yeah, and it's yeah, fun. things are on fire and shit, but we'll fix it. Um, so that being said, he did get a lot of comedic moments, some with Finn. What was Finn supposed to tell Ray? Okay, so... Because that was not so, so answered. So, my first viewing in the movie, I was really bothered because, first of all, like... They said it a, a couple again, times. Again, in, in The Force Awakens, you know, one of the big things everyone did come with Force Awakens, which goes all the way back to the original movie, to, to Star Wars A New Hope, was the shipping. You know, who's going to end up with who, all that stuff, right? And basically, Ryan Johnson just had none of that, right? And he comes up with Rose... Right. And six Finn with her, and next thing you know, and, and, and push it. And honestly, if anything, that's a thing. I, I disagree with you. I think he's pushing, you know, Ryan Johnson pushes the Ray and Kylo Ren thing, if anything. Sure, sure. You know? So, with this, my initial thought was first of all, let's say that another fuck you to Ryan Johnson. Rose is not barely coming, an not, afterthought. Not coming from Ian. Coming from this film. Yes, yes. You like Ryan Johnson. I don't know if you met him. I don't know. I like him. Um, but Rose is like an extra in mm -hmm. this movie. I mean, it's, 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 it's sad how she's treated in this movie. 
not only as a character who like barely has a one line here or there, but even the whole relationship idea with Finn, it's like he like pats her shoulder once. Mm-hmm. Like there's zero sign of any kind of yeah, relationship at all. Yeah, she him in the last movie. Yeah, and, and they kissed, and like I don't, I don't even like. Maybe years have gone by and they broke up. They were a couple and they're not anymore. I don't know. It's like they just don't even bother addressing it. It's just like, huh? So because of that, you know, you're wondering maybe he's going to, you know, profess his love for Ray because in Force Awakens, he's definitely crushing on her, right? But, and, and with all the longing reactions of that, and by the way, this leads me to another thing that it was, I felt sort of suggested in Force Awakens and not at all taken up in Last Jedi, but we get back to in this, is that he's Force-sensitive. Yes. And I think he was going to tell her because he hadn't told her. And I thought that the, that was what it was, too. Because multiple and, and times And, and especially, especially if it would be something that he wouldn't want to say and discuss in front of Poe. I mean, it's either he has feelings for her or it's, he's Force-sensitive. Yeah, but a couple I think times in this movie, he's hinting at definite Force-sensitivity. Yeah. Well, but he also gets a, a, a companion, not a companion, I mean, it's not romantic, but... There's another uh, well, stormtrooper. Well, well, by the way, you say another it's not romantic, but but even that that as well. That that's ultimately why uh, my understanding is I cut out a lot with her, um, with Jana. Mm-hmm. But my feeling was the way those scenes were shot between them, they feel was very romantic. Yeah, yeah. It definitely feels like, and there's chemistry there. It that's felt palpable. like chemistry, but there's um, no culmination in the way that but, Ray and Kylo had a culmination. No, there isn't a culmination. Then almost, there doesn't need to be. Or really, just, confirmation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying that he's clearly not with Rose. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, so the question of whether or not what he wanted to say to Ray, and he clearly has a closeness with Ray, but you know, he senses when Ray dies. Yep. You know, but then he senses she's okay. You know, oh, how do you know would go up there? I have a feeling. He's force sensitive. Yeah. It's clear. And and go all the way back to Force Awakens, they keep throwing the lightsaber into his hand. Yep. You know, and well, you can argue he doesn't do that good a job with it. He doesn't do that bad a job with it. <laughs> no, I would okay? cut my fucking leg off. Yeah, and exactly. And by the way, it's like, yeah, Kylo Ren, like, he didn't die instantly against Kylo Ren. Right. I mean, you know, it's one that of those first scene things. where Kylo Ren's doing the moonwalk and killing the I mean, are they are they Sith historians? Like when he first we finds, have no idea. finds that yeah. first way, yeah, yeah. pathfinder, pathway waymaker, mm-hmm. waywinder, like you know, he's, wayfinder, wayfinder. He's doing like he literally does a moonwalk kill. Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> it's hilarious. I was laughing through the whole sequence, and nobody else is laughing. There's in the actually theater. a shot where, where he flips the the, the thing yeah. back behind him and runs. Yeah, it was for me. It was right out of the first Clone Wars. Cartoon. Oh my god, I was laughing so much at the beginning. Do you know of what I'm movie. talking about? No. But I got you. And I'm and I trust you. Okay. And you are the Star Wars expert today. But I'd say it's it's the running at with it behind, yeah. you know. Yeah. It's a, it's yeah, a ninja it's like, move. Yeah. Well, I, samurai. I, yeah, I'm sitting there Old school samurai. I was laughing at the silly Sith in the temple. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was laughing at that. Well, I was laughing at the the, the 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 super kills. I was laughing at when they were skyping together, um, you know, and they could see each other. I was laughing obviously through my favorite character. But in I Star enjoyed Wars. all that. Yeah, I'm having fun. I mean, all right. So, so let's discuss some more of this stuff. Did so, I think so wait, did, wait, the wait, first wait. third? I was like challenged so wait, by wait, the wait, pace, wait, 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 but wait, wait, I'm wait, having wait, fun. Wait, wait, wait. There's more. There's more. So again, <laughs> speaking about things that there's like okay, never mind, whatever. Um, Snoke was just something that 
Palpatine created. Palpatine created. So, yeah. like, is he even a real person? He's like a clown or, thing. There were Snoke clown thing. Exactly. There were pieces of there were pieces. Snokes there in the like in the back. Smoky stuff. Yeah. I know. Like that was weird. Like, I'm like, yeah. why? You know, because because I've always been your head. Like, yeah. it just it, it didn't even make any sense for me. Maybe there are Snokes on those on those the Star Destroyers that get pulled out of the dirt. And seriously, it's like it's like what? So you're just creating things? Because oh, because are we back to? You know, he can create life like Darth Plagueis. Is that what that is? Sure. I don't even know. Let's do that. Let's go with you that. You know, because he was so forced, you know, he was so strong in the force, which even that, like, you created someone who was strong enough that they could have yeah. kicked their butts, but then it got, like, he just it doesn't make any sense. He just sense. couldn't create his finger. So, so then, you know, beyond that, like, when all the other Sith show up, I'm like, my, the first viewing, I wasn't sure, but on my second viewing, I've decided that... Those are corpses. No, well, no, those are Force ghosts of all yeah. the previous yeah, Sith. exactly. Because the way that Palpatine says that they're all, the Sith, all the Sith, they're all, them, they're all with me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, because then they get snuffed out, right? Yes. So... I mean, I love how they made it look like the Senate chamber. Right. It was nice. Right. I like that ending a lot. I mean, it, it, it's a video game, and it's yeah. an awesome video well, game. Well, by the way, one of the things I, I really like in terms of the design is when they get when they first get to the Sith Temple, you see the outside. Mm-hmm. It looks just like the one in um, Rebels. It looks like Wayfinder too. It, it's I mean, it's cool. Yeah, I, I was into the beginning of this. I'm saying, did you watch Rebels? You know, I didn't. Oh, I should. I know you're that. throwing stuff at me, but is it on Disney Plus? It's got to be on Disney Plus. Yeah, yeah. You know what's not on Disney Plus? What? I got to go to Netflix to watch it. Agents of Shield. You do have to go. But I'm enjoying it. I'm kicking back up on it's the. It's good. Yeah, I like I it. I told you it was good. I'm enjoying it. So, um, so coming back around because we got off the topic, but the whole scavenger hunt thing. So, <laughs> there's multiple scavenger exp- hunts. I mean, well, seriously, like they get the knife. You know, they do <laughs> the whole thing. But you're standing in the perfect spot for it to right. tell you where this it is. Right. Like, that's exactly where I'm going. That's, exactly I where I'm laughed going. out loud with that Wayfinder It doesn't moment. make any sense. It doesn't sense. make any sense. The, the knife. First of all. You're looking at a broken. A broken Star Death Star? Star. Like, you're bro- looking at a broken Death Star. It's not even where it's supposed to be. And you're like, that's Who where it's going to be? Who would make this knife? That knife sucks. Who would make it? I don't know. What was the purpose? Someone a, making a knife so you could find Hankles. out where's the where the wayfinder that was at in the Death Star uh, that blew up. Like, hopefully you're standing. Hopefully you are hello, standing on this excuse planet. Me, excuse me. Where listen the Death to me. Star listen, lands. listen. 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 <laughs> the Death Star in Return of the Jedi was uh, being built. Yes. The Emperor gets there while they're finishing building it. He's there for it's five the, minutes. It's the beginning of the movie. At some point. Someone order me a knife. At some point, let get me a knife. I'm going to put this thing. I'm going to secure it somewhere. I want you to go outside, okay? Point it like you know, yeah, a certain distance, and I want you to angle it at my at the desk door so that when it pops out the hill, I know exactly where I'm going to hide this thing inside it. This moon on Endor looks like a pretty good crashing place when it yeah? lands at this angle. Let's By the way, well, I mean, when they blew the fucking thing up, it was like a nuclear explosion. Like nothing was left. <laughs> Okay, but now there's whole rooms left, <laughs> including the bathroom where she sees the evil ray. Yeah, when she opens that side chamber, I was like, "Oh, that's the bathroom." Yeah, that's the side totally bathroom. The bathroom. When, the, when Palpatine's in his throne room and he has to go to the side room, that's the bathroom. Yeah, and she goes in there and she sees the evil ray, and I was like, "She sits on his bidet." You're in fucking bathroom, and then she gets tossed, and how you know, and and you know he's gonna crush the wayfinder, but when she gets into his into Kylo's TIE fighter mm-hmm. I mean she doesn't know that he's been on 
the, the Sith planet. Right. But she doesn't find the way. I would have really liked, I mean, it would have made it really easy, especially with that note where she's sitting right in front of the freaking uh, second Wayfinder, to, to know that where the Wayfinder is and where the throne room is because she's extremely Force-sensitive. Right. That would have been better than the knife. I mean, by the way, I'm kind of curious to know, like, because, so, as I said, one of the, one of the Wayfinders was Palpatine's and one was Darth Vader's, so there's got to be a story for the one that he finds that Darth Vader put it there. The, you know? Yeah, where he's hanging out with the Sith people doing the moonwalk. Right, exactly. He killed the shit out of those people. Killed the shit out of them. I thought that those people, uh, this is, you know, J, uh, FJ, you can correct me, if they're, like, Sith worshippers, they would have kept this box as, like, you know, it's one of their most prized collections, right? And so he's killing the shit out of them so he can get the box. But obviously in a J.J. movie, you're going to have a box and what's in the box. What's in the type box. Type of thing. That's like, he's, he he's loves that stuff. You know, and what's in the box? A Wayfinder, and it's cool. Right. Um, it does feel like this trilogy skips um, The Last Jedi in a lot of ways. That being said... Can we really grant it that level of cohesion coming from The Force Awakens? Because that felt like it had weird stuff that wasn't leading anywhere. Like, you know, the the map to Luke. Why did he he leave a map? Did he want to be found? Buddy, you're right. It's the same issue. There's a lot of weird stuff in this. Well, no. He didn't want to be found. He didn't leave a map. Do you remember Laura... T- Taka? Right. He he came up with part of that map. And then, you know, yeah, it's... There's a lot of issues. It, it, it's this trilogy has a lot of issues. Yeah, it, it, again, it's the scavenger hunt thing, and and they, it's like they create the scavenger hunt just to give them something to do. Right. Honestly, that's the bottom line, and and that and that's the problem. Give them something to do, something to search for. That's the thing. It leads you to this world and that world. They interact with characters and meet new ones, you know. And 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 that that's honestly the big problem for me. Um, Keep in mind that in Empire, and Jedi. People were motivated by saving others, mm-hmm. so they Those built are, so they build that into this movie. Sure, with the Chewie stuff. Yeah, I but mean, it's, no it's, one. I don't think anyone buys like, that Chewie was dead. Nobody bought that. Nobody bought that. The, the, the five-year-old kids sitting in front of me did not gasp. Right. Even they, nobody cared. I mean, they cared. Yeah. Hopefully, Chewie wasn't dead. Yeah. You would have gotten close. They waited three whole minutes. Yeah, to tell you, Chewie wasn't dead. <laughs> That's when I went to the restroom because I was like. He's fine. I'm gonna. Go, it was. It was. It was. It was. It was barely three minutes yeah. between. Oh, Chewie's dead. Oh no, he's not. No, he's good. He's good. Yeah. Don't worry, kids. Kids, you can. Sit Chewie's down. fine. Chewie's fine. Buy the toy. There was another transport that you just conveniently couldn't see. Oh yeah, like what? Where is it? Well, maybe Ray and Kylo passed it between their hands. <laughs> like maybe that's what happened. They used the 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 Aurora Dannon move from Willow to pass the pig into the blanket. You remember that one? Yep. So you're using Lucas's own move at the end of this movie. And they killed all the little piglets. They did. That was messed up. They did. This movie, they also blew up the planet with... Uh, I'm really... Okay, let's talk about like some of the heavy fan service that really had me like really kicking some ass. I, actually, I literally pumped my fist Yeah, my. in the theater. When Wedge Antilles shows up, Wedge is awesome. When Wedge shows now, up, now my understanding I'm is Wedge. I, 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 thi- I think someone told me that we- according in one of the more recent books, the Snap book, I think Wedge is like Snap's stepfather or something like I'm that. I'm down because you know he's literally Ewan McGregor's uncle. Yeah, the actor is Ewan McGregor's uncle, and I also like when Ray is down and out. We got all those Jedi, including the ones from the animated shows, 
including Freddie Prince Jr. Yeah. coming back and talking her up and yeah. being like, I love that. You got this. I love that. I thought that was fucking cool. We got well, because that's the, that's the callback to the beginning of the movie. She's it, trying to commune with them because she feels alone. And at the end when she they says, show up. I am all the Jedi. Yeah. And if they would have just busted out, I'm every woman, when that started what well, happened, I well, would have fucking my, been like, this movie's perfect. My, my take on that is this. She's communing. She's still basically a Padawan. She's, her last trial was facing Palpatine. She did it. You know, she's faced him. I mean, she needs the help, but she's stepping up. But she's a Jedi in that moment. Mm-hmm. You know, she's said no. She's faced her ultimate test. You know, she, and she completely deteriorates his face. Yeah, yeah. Which even that is such a such a you know nod back to both um, you know Mace Window with the lightsaber. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, as well as Darth Vader throwing him in. Mm-hmm. You know, um, but I enjoyed that. Yeah, no. Um, there was a lot in this movie that I enjoyed. Is a lot of it spectacle? A lot of it fan service? Yes. Total fan service. I, that, I, I didn't care about that at all. I love that. Jonathan, that's what Star Wars is going to be, buddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and that's what, you know, you look back at even the Holy Trilogy, yeah. and stuff starts getting a little softer on Jedi. Totally, totally. Dude, look, you know what? I mean... This has what, always been what, an imperfect when, series. When they're fighting, and they're all alone, and then Lando shows up, and, and the shot of him showing up is exactly like A New Hope when Han shows up, mm-hmm. you know? Let's blow this thing and get out of yeah, here. Yeah, but then it's like, and, and, and there's that I army. Also love it. And, and even, even the call out, like, I didn't know they had a navy. It's like, they don't. It's just people. It's like, and, and that's, again, that's in keeping with what Ryan Johnson did right. at the end there. Right. That's saying, like, yeah, they gave hope. But they needed Lando to really convince them. Well, no. They, they were need, like, we're not going to come for Poe. We're going to come they, for they Lando. Needed some, they needed someone to, to they call them out. They needed the general of the resistance. They needed a hero of the resistance. Yeah. Look, look, here's the thing. Who was hanging out at a rave on that planet. And those little babies, those little snoot babies were pretty cute. Right. The piglets. The little piglets. But right. didn't they die? Isn't that the planet they blew up? No. The planet they blew up was the one where the Rocketeer... And, oh, it's the yeah, Rocketeer yeah. planet. Okay. So, so when the Rocketeer... Right. When she... When she oh, right. Kithree. Yeah. yeah. So when Rocketeer shows up and he's got my guy, Babu under... Like, Babu Frick, right. If Babu Frick shows up in the cockpit, I'm like, okay. Oh, this, good. They lived. Yeah. This fucking movie's all perfect. I mean, this movie's by, by the way... Perfect. This can, movie's can, perfect. Can I just say, you cast Kerry Russell, which of course, J.J. cast Kerry Russell. Yeah. Um, you get a look at her... Like, she never takes the I'm helmet I'm okay off. with it. You look like Kerry Russell and you don't take the helmet oh, off? Oh, she's beautiful. She's awesome. She's super talented. But I got to tell you, I like that they didn't take the helmet off and I love that last interaction with I love that too. That last interaction that with Poe is fucking hilarious. Yeah, it's absolutely hysterical. She's like, nope. Yeah, I mean, d- he just like, hey, the, you want to get together? like, no, I'm good. She throws her the charm and she's like, no. She, I'm, I'm with Babu now. But she flat out said, come with me. Mm-hmm. And then he said no, yeah. and then she, he's like, about now? And she's like, no. Nah, It'll be a Disney Plus easy. show. It'll be a Disney Plus show. And I'll watch it. I will watch the Disney no, Plus no. show. No, you, you know it's definitely a Disney Plus show? The Adventures of Lando and Jara looking for her heritage. I'm down. Uh, I've heard rumor that they were originally going to say she's his long-lost daughter, which would have been stupid. That would have really condensed yeah. the universe. That's supposed to be much bigger. And, and again, and, and frankly, exactly, in doing that, would have been like, you know, people saying, oh, they wanted Finn to be his son. I was like, why? Because it's two black characters? Yeah, you guys are racist. Yeah, exactly. Inter- oh, wait, you're telling me the internet's racist? Yeah. yeah. No. Let's not do that. So, um, yeah, so I, I hope not and glad not, because she was great. She was awesome. Um, I'll watch that show. I will watch that show. I will watch a Babu Frick droid repair shop show. Yeah, I'll watch that. Where he and Watu 
like compete to repair droids and I like race it. them. I like it. Let's do that on Disney Plus. Let's have a you know it's like a it's like a body shop show like you'd have mm-hmm. with the cars, yeah, yeah, yeah. but it's it's droids. Let's have that. Um, the other spinoffs off of this and Geeks gave us. If you're listening to this and you're still with us and you're like liking this, um, earlier on the feed is a post Rise of Skywalker episode that I did at Empire Con with my buddies Devin and Craig up on stage, and we actually talked about things that are confirmed by by Disney and Kathleen Kennedy. Um, like the Ryan Johnson trilogy and the upcoming Ewan McGregor series with Deb Chow. Um, Do you still the, think the we, Ryan we, Johnson trilogy is going to happen? I it, don't. If it does or doesn't, it's still in the in the play, and I hope it happens because. By he, the way, the one thing I like about Last Jedi that I like about Ryan Johnson, he was not afraid to break things. He was not afraid. I to, agree like, with you there, but like n- go against. N- not only do I not think Disney wants it anymore, I don't think he wants to do it anymore. Hmm. Well, the internet has uh, a way of wearing yeah, people out. Exactly. As divisive as it's been, I don't think he has any interest. He's already done it once. He has no interest in going into another trilogy. We'll see. I don't buy it. That being said, is this the last Star Wars movie? Hell no. No, there's, there'll be something, but uh, but I have to say, and all right, may, this may or may not lead to suppose the Mandalorian, but the Mandalorian shows that, like, you know, here's the thing. In this day and age, and you've heard me say this many times, you know, what's, ha- what's, what's evolved in the last probably, I don't know, 15, 20 years is you want good story. You go to, to episodic. I'm not even going to call it television anymore. You were streaming everything no. else, but with the budgets that they now the have. The MCU is episodic. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, now, actually, I'm going to say this, because you have you just started, but you look at Watchmen, mm-hmm. okay? I mean, it's so masterful, you know? I mean, because ultimately, the biggest problem with this movie is, I mean, it's obviously not a, enough time to do it, mm-hmm. you know? Because, I mean, obviously this is too much, but if you had six or eight hours, like you would have had if it was a miniseries, you'd tell the story you want to tell, and there wouldn't be holes in it. Right. You know, and you can't do it in a feature. Or if you'd you had episode yeah. eight back. I, I mean, think about that. You know, like even or oh, a trilogy. So great, a trilogy's the way these movies are. If it's seven hours of screen time, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, that's like you know, like that's about honestly. And figure it needed a couple hours more. That's about as long as like the Netflix season should have been of the Marvel shows. Mm-hmm. See what I did there for you? Yep. So, you know, I think that... Um, I hope I mean, those Marvel shows come back. I mean, me too. <laughs> and I but, hope they come back as eight episodes, like yeah, Mandalorian's yeah. doing. But, unfortunately, they probably won't. That's a, that's a different conversation. It's probably a different podcast. But, um, and I, I, I mean, I, I do hope, I, I suspect Geekscapist that, you know, it's always interesting to me. Jonathan usually avoids us doing episodic um Podcast, except the exception was always the Netflix Marvel shows. But that last Jessica um, Jones, I couldn't finish, man. I'm sorry. Well, it, it was worth finishing, but really, but, yeah, it was. Really, actually, Jessica Jones of all the Marvel shows is the one that actually the character has a full arc throughout throughout the three seasons. It's actually it's the only one that stays, you know, truly consistent, and there's no well, only turnover. two got full three seasons, by the way. Yeah, I know. And oh, and, yeah. and there, I, I felt, you know, as we've said, the Daredevil ending was a little lackluster. I thought the Daredevil ending was cute when they're all... The, it was cute. The, it the, was lackluster. Uh, yeah. He should have been in costume again. But anyway, we're, we're going off on a big tangent. <laughs> Welcome um, to Geeks, my, my point was just that with Marvel shows that are actually being done by this, the, the feature side of Marvel, mm-hmm. which now there's no such thing as anything other than that. Yeah. 
um, going forward, that's all it will be. There's no more um, Jeff Loeb. Um, yeah, so perha perhaps you'll be interested in, in us doing that. Um, I would like to. Um, yeah, no, that'd be I, fun. It'd be great to do a Loki yeah. show. It'd be great to do a show with. I mean, the Mandalorian because it dropped, it's, you know, one, one a week may be tricky. Maybe it's worth us doing a wrap. Well, we can do a wrap, a wrap up. up. Yeah, yeah, so a wrap up around yeah. the first of the year. Yeah, yeah, I'd like that. Because I'm loving the show, man. It's it's good. It's fucking well. Good. There were two episodes I thought were a little weak. Even when Four they're and weak, five. they're awesome. They're fun. They're always fun. The production value is great. Um. I love all the memes that are basically like, I mean, the ones that, hey. You see the one with Richard? Which Man one? Mandalorian Daycare, where he has the baby Yoda and Carbonite. Oh, no, I didn't see that one. Oh, that's the best one. Oh, that's great. I just love that this is my show, you know, anymore not. In Geekscapes, we're just kind of like, that's a loose, I mean, there's baby Yoda, you know baby Yoda's in it, but we won't get too much in a plot. Here's the thing. I mean, it's unfortunate for anyone in a different part of the world because there's no way. And that was the thing. I knew I had to watch The Mandalorian. Like, I got up at 6.30 in the morning, yeah. the day of launch, because I heard there was some giant thing, and no one could have predicted it as big as it is. I mean, sure. I know some people, like, everyone knows about Baby Yoda. But but Baby Yoda the child. is only a spoiler. The child is... It's a, a spoiler for the first episode, that's it. It's a spoiler that's for, the rest of, for the first episode, yeah. and then it's... And by the way, it's not really a spoiler for the episode. It's literally just like, you don't know what the MacGuffin is, and now you know what it is. It's not really a spoiler. No. The, it doesn't the, change the story at all. You don't know what's going to happen with it. Going into episode eight, which is the end of this season, going into episode eight, like, there's a lot of shit that can still happen. Uh, the last episode was... Ten, last two were great. Yeah, yeah. Um... I'd be interested in doing those shows as wrap-ups to the season. Mm -hmm. um, do let's talk about Star Wars. Does does Dave Filoni, well, 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 does Dave Filoni and John Favreau get the keys to Star Wars moving forward because of the success of Mandalorian? Maybe because they've proven that they're killing well, it. Well, one of the things I want to touch upon that I thought was an interesting thing with this week's Mandalorian lining up with this movie. And now we might have what, spoilers, what, right? Well, lightly. All okay. I'll say is the use of force healing. Sure which was so big in this movie, and mm -hmm. hit. I don't have to say what, but hit in the latest episode of The Mandalorian. Right? Yeah, and in earlier ones, sure. P particularly this particularly one. this one, yeah. And, and we've got a lot of force healing in, in and, yeah. The Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. And again, that's one of my favorite beats in the movie, by the way, was him sacrificing and himself. And by the way, force healing is an extended... Like people, I, there was a review out there talking about, oh, the force can do anything you want. You, know, you just whenever you feel like it, you know they just write it in. I was like, Force Healing's an old you haven't mm -hmm. seen it in the movies, but it's been around in extended universe stuff for a long time. They yep. just now made it canon. Mm -hmm. You, know, it's very much a light side of the Force ability. And it has a cost, as we found out at the end of this movie. Yeah, like it has a cost. Well, it's your life. Again, force. that's something that I thought that Ryan Johnson actually established pretty well was the whole remote casting thing. Seemingly had a big cost. Unless you're Ray and Kylo, because I guess they're this dyad thing, so it doesn't matter. So, by the way, that was another one of those things, which I guess you could just say it's a lie, but Snoke said he created this bond, and this movie went, no, never, no, that's not what it no, was at all. No, shut up, Snoke. Yeah, so. Shut up. You're in two pieces. Yeah. Um, final thoughts, Ian? Um, overall, emotionally, I, I really, I have a great time. Um, I'm, I'm frustrated by what my issues are. I'm truly frustrated because I feel like I don't think it's going to live up to the test of history very well. Mm -mm. Um, this trilogy doesn't live up to the test of history very well. And I, I will say that 
when I heard that it wasn't locked in from the get-go before even Force Awakens came out, that it wasn't JJ's doing all three and all that, I was always worried. And there it is. Because say what you will, and there are flaws in the others, but the other six, you always had Lucas. Mm-hmm. And you, you didn't have it because Kathleen Kennedy is not Kevin Feige. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Um, and I, I think that that's a problem, and it's showing now, you know? So do you bring somebody like a Dave Filoni into that role? Would you? Maybe. I, I, you know why I'm hesitant? Huh. Because Dave, he, Filoni, he, Dave Filoni's directing is not great. But he doesn't he, need to direct, and neither was Lucas's. I, I, I loved Rebels. But he was, I, a, he was Lucas's right-hand man for a very long time. Yeah, well, I'm saying, I love Rebels. I love um, Clone Wars. I haven't watched Resistance, because I heard not great stuff, though I probably will end up watching it. Um, but generally, I think Filoni, like, gifted when it comes to, you mm-hmm. know, just the, the innate knowledge. Yeah. yeah. Um, one of my things with Mandalorian that i And you I haven't seen Feige's directing either. I have not. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so my point being that when it comes to story stuff, yeah, I expect it to be good. Like, like I'm going to watch Mandalorian, and I have some big questions revolving, you know, how, you know, some of the history of, of Mandalorians in general goes because of stuff we know from Clone Wars and Rebels. And the one thing I know, I'm going to get those answers because Dave Filoni did those two shows and he's heavily involved in this show. So right now it doesn't seem to be lining up. But I'm sure it's going to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, Geese gives... Because by the way, the way of they don't take the helmet off, like, well, we know that's not true. Yeah. I mean, every other Mandalorian took the helmet off. But he only takes it off to eat and stuff. Well, no, he, only he alone, talked, he says. Only alone. Only yeah. alone. Yeah. And they say that's the way. Well, when did that become the way? It wasn't the way before. Episode one of the Mandalorian. <laughs> well, seriously. <laughs> right. It, it, it wasn't the way at, you know, at around the time of the Battle of Yavin or before that. Right. But it could have been in the hunting of the Mandalorians that happened yeah. after that. Yeah. I'm saying you didn't watch Rebels, right? No, but it, just like knowing the Star the, Wars timeline, if, the, the, if the, after the, the Battle of Yavin... There's a main Yavin, character in Rebels right. who's Mandalorian... And because of that, we end up going, we meet all these other Mandalorians, they all, oh, they take that, it's no problem. Right, but if they then start getting hunted by the Empire right. post-Yavin, you keep the damn helmet on. Maybe. Yeah. That might be what happened, exactly. Yeah. Just like if you're a cop in Watchmen, you keep that mask on. Yeah, I mean, right? the other thing that I'm not clear on is, and I, not to go off on a big tangent with Mandalorian here, but when exactly were his parents killed... Were they killed in... Is, is a droid uprising. It's, I mean, that's why in Mandalorian he doesn't like droids. Is it a droid, droid uprising, uprising or is it the Empire Purge or what is it? I'm not sure. It's, that's why he doesn't like droids. It's I droid see droids, uprising. but I don't know that it's a droid uprising. Oh, oh, I read some wiki. I don't know that that's a droid uprising. I think it's... Remember, it's, I'm not sure when that is. Right. I don't know how old he is. He's Pedro I don't know. age. I mean... I'm not sure if maybe he died. Maybe it's, is it droids because of the Separatists? I don't know. Geeks gave us, this is our preview for the upcoming episode yes. that is all yes. about the Mandalorian. We, 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 should, we should hold on that. You're going to spend your holiday breaks catching up if you haven't caught up with episode eight still coming out as of the release of this one. Geeks gave us, if you want to talk more what ifs and conjectures about the future of the Star Wars universe, uh, go back one episode of the Geekscape feed and we've got that panel from Empire Con talking about post- the Rise of Skywalker, and what's been confirmed, what's still in production, and what we would like to see. Um, Geekscape, is, this is the Geekscape Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker special. Ian, thanks, man. 
for Thank you. enjoying the movie. It's always fun to talk to you about this stuff. Um, and uh, let's go get some Babu Frick toys. I heard there's one at Target that's uh, with a, a C-3PO. Really? I want it. And C-3PO's got the bandolier. And uh, No, seriously, I want to buy, buy a Fidesz. Yeah, so supposedly... You know, I bought him a Baby Yoda, but it doesn't come until April. I know. But somebody just uh, threw me the link on Target, and it's, it's a 3PO right toy. Now. Can, I get, a, it, can I get it on Amazon tomorrow? Yeah, it's a 3PO toy, and it's got the bandol- he's got the bandolier and the bowcaster. I want the Babo Frick. Which he hands him, but the Babo Frick is a tie-in. It's a package with it. I need it. Yeah, and supposedly it is the hanger warmer at Target. It's the one that nobody's buying, and... After this, really? pod- after this podcast, I know Geekscape is you're going to go out there and get your Babu Frick. Um, thanks, Ian, for coming on the show. Geekscape is, we'll be back. Love you guys. Geekscape forever, over and out. May the force be with you. You're listening to the Geekscape Network. 